Welcome to the Curious Cowgirl podcast, where we are talking about all things travel and maybe some other stuff that I find interesting. Let's jump into today's episode. travel fans. I am so glad that you are back with me on another episode of the Curious Cowgirl podcast. And by popular demand, I have a very special guest who is returning to the podcast today, Melanie Lake. She is a travel agent and also a good friend of mine. And um, if you all remember back at the very beginning of the pandemic, when, you know, everybody was canceling travel and trying to figure out what to do. I had Melanie on as a guest. That was um, episode number five, if you want to go back and find that podcast episode. But one of the things I love about Melanie is she's very practical and she's very clear-headed. And um, that's one of the reasons I love working with her, for sure. When uh, Will and I plan travel, especially overseas, Melanie has been a great resource for us. But Melanie is very happily starting to get back to work. And so I thought it would be fun to bring her on the podcast and talk about kind of what she's seeing in the travel industry and how if you are interested in starting to plan travel, whether it's for later in the summer or into the fall, I think Melanie's got some really good observations and some tips that will help you moving forward. So let's bring Melanie onto the podcast. Hey, Melanie Lake, thank you for coming on the podcast again. I appreciate it. Well, I'm very happy to be back. Uh, Feels like it's been forever, but I think it's because these days keep dragging on and on. (laughs) My, how the world has changed since we, (laughs) since we last spoke, but I have to say you were, you're back by popular demand. I had several podcast listeners and, um, folks who read my blog that specifically asked to have a follow-up with you. So you've got fans, Melanie. (laughs) I'm so excited because I've been home with my three college students and I don't think I'm always their fans. So I'm happy, (laughs) super happy to have some fans outside of my home. (laughs) It's good to have fans. (laughs) Okay. So I am excited that we are having this conversation because I know all of us have been you know, kind of waiting for the moment that travel, you know, maybe is slowly starting up again. And the last time you and I spoke, it was all about everything that was closing down. And you gave everybody such good guidance about, you know, kind of how to navigate cancellations and all that. So happily, now we're talking about the polar opposite topic, which is making reservations and thinking about planning travel again. So um, I think, I guess the biggest question I have to start things off with is, are you seeing people wanting to book travel again? Great question. Uh, And it's the million dollar question. I feel like right now, especially for the travel industry, I am continually educating myself, uh, doing webinars, listening to podcasts, trying to keep up with everything all over the world as best I can. I get constant emails uh, in my inbox from different suppliers. 
everyone is so anxious and ready to open. But then on the flip side of that, everyone is so concerned and wanting people to be safe so that we don't get back into this situation again. Uh, so I can't fully say that we've turned a corner yet, but I can say personally, I am starting to get some inquiries again. It's not, um, you know, it's nothing uh, extreme, no huge trips necessarily, but people are starting to be interested in traveling the United States, travel in the Caribbean. Uh, I think travel to Europe, and this is my personal opinion, I just think travel to Europe is going to take a little bit longer on the part of Europe and on the part of the U.S. I just think that those borders are going, uh, are going to take a little more time to become fluid like we need them to. Yeah, it, the we were talking before we started recording about um, a podcast that I recently recorded after having participated in some webinars like you were talking about. And that's exactly what they were saying too. Travel industry was saying that um, domestic travel will probably warm up first, um, and, you know, the Caribbean, whatever. And then Europe will probably be last for um, for Americans. I guess maybe Europe is opening up slowly for um eu travel or you know regional travel but for americans Correct. or whatever yeah well let's okay so let's talk about because i think for you know we're you know we're right here in the usa so i think most of our people are going to be traveling domestically so kind of tell me what you're seeing in the realm of domestic travel what is what do you think that's going to be looking like over the next couple of months yes absolutely so over the next couple of months i think I think people are wanting to travel. I'm, they, they're wanting to go to the beach. They're wanting to go to California, to Florida, uh, just anywhere that they can get away so that it feels like a summer vacation. I think people are just really, um, they're tired of being sheltering in place. They're tired of just everybody being together in one house and they're needing some space. I will say that it is very dependent on where you want to go as to whether it's open. So I've had some inquiries for Hawaii. Hawaii is still in, uh, they are requiring a 14 day quarantine for anyone coming to the island, including US uh, residents. So really that's your whole vacation in a hotel room that you can't leave. So Hawaii is out. There are still a lot of hotels that are just not open yet. Uh, I think if people are willing to wait until mid-July to August, they will see more openings. But the hotels are very, very cautiously dipping their toe into the opening water. And so really the earliest I've seen hotels opening is, well, just past June 1st. Then more are looking at June 15th. And then it seems to be a lot more opening on July 1st. Now, when they open, and these are resorts, these are hotels, these are, I don't really handle rental properties like rental homes, VRBO type things. So I don't fully know what's going on in that field. But just because they're opening doesn't mean they're opening like we all know them to be. There's not going to be that uh, dining room experience necessarily. You're not gonna have the spa open. 
if you, if they do have a pool, there are going to be very specific uh, space regulations and likely there will be reservations that need to be made to even sit by the pool. Now I'm not saying that for every single property, but I am seeing that they are having to do a lot to ensure the safety of travelers. Wow. I hadn't even thought about that. I can definitely see that. There's a, you know, I'm so glad you said that. I think we're in the mode of kind of manager expectations because just like how we all feel when we go out to dinner right now, even that is not exactly like how it was before the pandemic. And so we need to kind of manage our expectations about hotels, resorts, or whatever. You may not be able to experience the full enchilada yet. Um, Exactly. Wow, that's really exactly. And and another thing, just when you're looking at where where you might want to travel, look at the state guidelines because every state, which I am learning more and more, every state absolutely has their own set of rules on how to handle their response to COVID-19. So some states still require, just like Hawaii, there are other states that require a quarantining period. Or if you're coming into a state from a certain location, then that might, you might trigger, I'm sorry, then that person might trigger the quarantine. But if you come from another state, you might not trigger a quarantine. So you really have to do your homework on where you're going and what the requirements are And then after you vet all of that, then you have to look at where do I want to stay and is that place open and what are their requirements? Wow, that's really interesting. So I guess, I mean, obviously we're we're big advocates of, you know, using your your friendly travel agent to help you, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Clearly, we're big big advocates of that. Um, So I guess when someone is ready to start making travel plans and they engage the services of a travel agent like yourself, Definitely give your travel agent, you know, a good, maybe a little more time in helping you plan than you might have before the pandemic, because there is a lot more research that's going to have to be done um, for you to really understand what it is you're booking and what you can and can't do. Does that feel right to you? Yes, I think that's absolutely right. Uh, It does take a little longer. You also, everyone also has to understand that the travel industry has been hit brutally. And there are so many furloughed employees and contacts that I have cultivated over the years are either laid off or furloughed or are having to work a different job. And so travel agents are having to navigate, okay, now are they still there? Who's there to take my call? And they're trying to establish new relationships in a lot of ways. So again, it's, it's, it's not going to be back to normal. It's going to be a bit of a new normal for a while. And so just give a little grace and some time as your travel agent tries to make it the best experience as always. Uh, But there's a little more research and a little more um, time needed to do that. So I've read, you know, everywhere on social media. And then again, in some of the webinars that I've been, um, you know, privy to that, people are saying this is going to be the summer of the road trip that, you know, Americans seem to be more willing to get in their cars and go places. Now, of course you have to be able to stay somewhere (laughs) when you get there. Exactly. Yes. What are you seeing with the airlines, Melanie? I mean, are you seeing people booking flights again or what does that look like? 
So I am a little bit. Uh, I, I have had a couple of inquiries for, uh, you know, the Caribbean. Now the Caribbean is unique because every island, again, it's like the state, United States, every island has their own uh, timeline for when they're opening. And so that's another thing that you've got to look at if you're wanting a beach vacation that's not in the U.S. Uh, airlines are still being flexible at this point. American Airlines just extended their uh, ability to change your flight for free through June 30th. Uh, they also, if you're, if you had a flight that was booked from, I believe it's March 1st through September 30th, they're now allowing, allowing people to change that flight as long as it's completed by December, 2021. So most airlines are still allowing for that flexibility. So really, I, I don't think you have to be be afraid to book a flight if you want to somewhere, but just know that it might not happen, but at least the airline is giving some flexibility on changing those flights. And Southwest has been the same. I mean, they've always allowed changes without a fee. Um, but also, I think it's important for people to know, I just, my husband and one of my daughters had to go back to move her out of her college and it required a plane trip because they didn't have, it's a 24 hour drive. And so they uh, wore masks on the plane, the plane, uh, and this was on Southwest Airlines, people are sitting, uh, skipping the middle seat. So you have someone in the window, skip a middle seat, someone in the aisle, then the aisle, skip a middle seat and window. And so it's not full social distancing. And I think it's important for people to know that so that when they get on the plane, it's not a shock, uh, but they do require masks. And my understanding is that uh, they are really cleaning more than ever and doing the cleanings like what they would normally do at night. They're doing it in between flights, uh, but still recommend having your uh, wipes, you know, disinfectant wipes to wipe down the surfaces take your hand sanitizer, wear a mask. But I, I think that it's going to take a while for airline travel, but I do, I do see a bit of an uptick right now. There's, I don't know if you know about the Instagram account passenger shaming. Are you familiar with that at all? I have heard of that. Yes. Okay. So, so here's what's kind of interesting related to what you're saying. So before the pandemic, it was definitely one of those, um, like, you know, humorous, Instagram accounts. And basically they, people would take pictures of passenger, fellow passengers, just kind of doing gross stuff on the plane, like putting their feet, you know, <laughs> like on the seat in front of them or walking barefoot to the bathroom, like just, you know, whatever, like that kind of thing. Right. Now, what they're now doing is they're still doing a little bit of that, but now it's more about kind of real time pictures of what what the gate looks like at different airports around the country. What is the flight like once they get on the plane, which has been real interesting to your point about social distancing. Um, you know, how are they implementing that as people board? You know, what does TSA look like? Um, so it might be worth, you know, folks to check out that Instagram account. Again, it's called passenger shaming and I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes, but um 
it just it kind of gives you some you know real time pictures of what's right. really happening. Um, you know, different airports from the country, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, okay, so Melanie, this is I, I've gotten this question a lot from people. I bet you have too. So obviously, like you said, the travel industry has been hit really, really hard, and it's a huge part of our economy, an important part of our economy. Are you seeing any like special incentives or discounts or or anything like that being offered? Are they are they more like please just come? <laughs> we can't <laughs> we can't discount you. We just need you to be there. Right there is uh, again. It's so de- determined by the by the property, and I think that if they can offer a discount, if they can offer some kind of special, then they were they are going to. I have seen a few properties, uh, especially like virtuoso properties, will do stay two nights, the third night's free. I've seen that for several really nice properties. I've also seen for some resorts where they have uh, like 50% off the second room if you book two rooms. So I think there are incentives and discounts out there. I haven't seen anything just crazy. Um, and I, I really want to set people's expectations low. I don't want people to think that, Oh, I'm going to get a $20,000 vacation for, you know, 5,000. That that's probably not going to happen because the industry can't sustain that. But I will say, uh, that there are some deals to be had and it's, it's worth a look. It's absolutely worth a look. And also if you are using a travel agent, it's worth it for that travel agent to ask if, if they don't see a deal on the website, then it's, I definitely don't have a problem saying, Hey, I'm trying to get my clients there. What can you do? Yeah. How, there, how can you make this attractive? Yeah. That, that goes back to kind of our, our, you know, conversation a long time ago about a travel agent is um, the advantage of working with the travel agent is your ability to, you know, ferret out deals or negotiate a deal or, or whatever, um, some kind of perk that there's no way that we could do on our own by going to, you know, book something directly on our own. Um, right. so your best chances of getting some kind of, you know, whatever incentive or discount or something is going to be to work with a travel agent and not try and do it on your own. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So now this, I did not, we didn't talk about this ahead of time. So sorry, this is kind of a curveball, but, and it's okay if, if, if you don't know, but again, because I keep hearing that, you know, road trips are the thing right? this summer. And I'm hearing that RV rentals and RV sales for that matter have like exploded. Like that's the business you need to be in right now. <laughs> of course. Whatever. It's always the business I'm not in. Right. So, um. <laughs> right. We miss, it's like our pet, the pet rock. Dang it. Wish we had yeah. that. Do Can travel agents book RVs? Is that something that you all do? That is not something I have ever done. I'm not saying it can't be done, uh, but it is not something I think very many agents have done. Okay. So, uh, I would have to, I'd have to look into that. I really don't have a lot of good information on it. I think it's a great idea. I did a lot of RV travel with my family when I was a kid. Uh, and I know the campgrounds are great at social distancing because you, you know, have to park your, your RVs pretty far apart. But, um, but yeah, I don't have a lot of information on that, but I do think it's a great idea. Well, and I, but I will say, you know, if, if travel agents don't do that, 
if you're the kind of family that you want to take an RV road trip and you don't want to necessarily camp, you know, you kind of, you know, like you want a, a slightly bigger vehicle for your family, but maybe when you get where you're going, you want to be in a hotel or maybe you're, you know, I don't know, then you still want to work with a travel agent because they can help you figure out of ahead course. of time, you know, as you make your way across the United States here's right. the hotel chains that are even open, you know, whatever. So, well, exactly. And, and, and it's very possible there are, I know we have access to all kinds of car rentals. And so it could be that just in my business, I haven't done an RV rental. It, it yeah. definitely could be out there and I would be more than willing to research that. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. I mean, I, you know, I keep, I keep hearing about it. I, you know, be interesting to see, I've never done a road trip in an RV before. Um, but it, it seems, it seems to be a thing, but yeah. going, going back to your very first comment, Melanie, what I'm hearing and what you're hearing is the same thing. People are wanting vacations in wide open spaces. They're wanting to go to the mountains. They're wanting to go to the beach. They're wanting to go places where they can get a lot of fresh air and, and there's room to social distance. Right. Um, so California, Florida, the mountains and all that, that makes a whole ton of sense. And there's beautiful properties in all of those places that would be well worth you know, working with the travel agent to kind of figure out which ones are going to be open. Absolutely. No, there's a lot out there. And I do, I do believe they are working really hard to keep everything as clean and as distanced as possible. Uh, these hotels are, you know, they're hurting, of course, but they're not hurting to the point that they're not going to make it as safe, but also as wonderful an experience as they can. Yeah, of course. They have every incentive to do that. Yes, you know, exactly. Every incentive for you to feel safe and that it's clean and to, and to you know, deliver exceptional service. So, um, yeah. Okay, so Melanie, remind all of my listeners, if they want to get in touch with you as they begin to think about planning for this summer, what is the best way to find you so that they can, um, they can get your fabulous help? Oh, you're so kind. Okay. So I would love it. Email is great. And obviously giving me a call is great. And my email is Melanie at SherryLaneTravel.com. And my phone number is 214-213-3638. And trust me, I am very much available. <laughs> right? <laughs> I will put, I will link um, I will put your email and your cell phone number in the show notes of um, this podcast episode so that if people are listening while they're driving or taking a walk or whatever, they can find that information in the show notes. And as I've said before, Melanie has helped me and Will many times, many vacations that we've taken and every every single thing that you have arranged for us was fabulous. So I, you know, I, I highly recommend to all my listeners that if you need to get well, to agent, Melanie is your gal for sure. Well, thank you so much. And also just if anyone has questions, I am happy. There's no obligation to, to plan a trip with me, but if you have some questions and you just don't know who to ask about travel, I would love to do that as well. I am, uh, I'm an empty nester and I love to talk about travel and I would be more than happy to take that call or email. Melanie, you are awesome. Thank you for coming on the podcast again. We might, we may need, we may need to have like regularly scheduled um, Melanie talks on I would the love it. Girl podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the woman with all the knowledge and I'm really grateful for your time. Thank you for doing this. Oh, you are so welcome. I thoroughly enjoyed it and I always enjoy talking to you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds great.
Thanks again to Melanie for being on the podcast. As I've said before, Melanie is such a wealth of information and she's so um, clear-headed and level-headed. She really is a great um, travel agent to work with. So as we wrap up today's episode, I'm just um, very excited. I feel like the travel, the energy behind travel is coming back. I feel like the interest in travel is coming back. Um, You know, as we kind of, as Melanie said, move through the month of June and closer to July, I think we're going to see a real uptick in um, places opening and and families really getting out there and enjoying a vacation together before the kids go back to school in the fall. So I'm, I'm certainly keeping my fingers crossed for that scenario. I know we all are. And uh, I wish you all all the best as you contemplate where you may be traveling to soon. All right, I look forward to talking to you all again on a future episode of The Curious Cowgirl. Bye.